Welcome to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, ha, 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 retired professional boxer. How is everybody doing? I love our weekly podcast. I love it. I know you love it too because you guys send me the greatest ratings and reviews. Let me read you one. Let me read you one. This one's from Luna Fox 123 She gave five stars and she said, you are speaking straight to me. That was in the title. Binge listening to all your podcasts, Christy, but episode 36 with Carrie about weight loss surgery felt as if it was my confession. I am so thankful for your candor and willingness to bear your innermost thoughts and emotions so that we can all feel intensely connected to both of you. It's as if I found a family I know I was missing. I didn't know I was missing. Keep putting out such great content. Luna the Fox, one, two, three. Thank you for such a raw and real review. And thank you for all your ratings and reviews, guys. We are, um, we are doing so well, and it's all because of you. And I don't take that lightly. Let's get into this podcast. Of course I'm excited because, of course, I don't have idiots for guests. I have really awesome guests. Hello. Come on. Well, this is a, this is a girl that has been one of my best friends, I would say, since 2009. And one of the first people that I met when I moved back to Boise after being gone for so long. I'll let you listen to the podcast, but very, very, very special woman that's been in my life for many years and that holds a very special place in my heart, but a big player in the health and fitness industry and someone who's been around and someone who has done it all, has seen it all, has worked with it all. You can't BS a BSer. And you can't BS this girl. She and I uh, really get along well. And uh, boy, finally, I just said, hey, you got to be on my podcast. Let me interview you. So let's get to it, guys. Stay tuned. Here we go. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison. And we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Everybody, listen, Christy Code Red coming at you. Guys, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer. I've got another guest on for you. You know what is funny? It's funny because it took me so long to get this guest on the air. And, you know, we we know each other so well. And it's like the, it would, should have been a go to like an easy go to. And I and it took me finally. And then I, I'd asked her a while back and then I forgot I asked her because I can't freaking remember anything unless I email myself. And then I finally so finally I I caught her like on a plane and I was like, please, let's get this scheduled. So, guys, without going on and on and on about it, I got to introduce you, Jen Luddington, Jen we have known each other since 2009. Yeah, 2009. You're right. We have. Uh, Holy moly. I'm not going to get too sappy on you guys right now, but I remember that, and she's laughing because she knows. <laughs> I remember the exact moment that I met Jen Luddington, and it, it is always stuck with me, and we've been very good friends ever since. And so I'm going to let Jen introduce herself to you guys and give us a, a snippet on you and what's going on with you. Yeah. Thanks, Christy. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. I'm so excited about this. I've really been waiting for this. So thank you for the opportunity. First, 
Second of all, yeah, we've been friends for a long time, girl. Like it's been a long time. And um, funny thing is, is that I knew Christy before the Mohawk, you guys. I knew Christy before the Mohawk. <laughs> and I was kind of obsessed with Christy. Like even before she was Christy Code Red, like I had this crate, I stalked her for a little bit. <laughs> Like I literally, I wanted her to be a part of my uh, gym so badly. Like I was running this gym, high-end fitness kind of, you know, studio in Boise, Idaho. And I wanted nobody but Christy. Like I was just hunting her. And um, she finally agreed to come over and train some of her clients in my space. And I was, I was so excited to have her and her knowledge and just her energy there. So that's kind of backstory on Christy and I. But yeah, that's where I started. Those were my roots. Like my passion is is fitness and health and really pulling people forward, you know, into their greatest possibility, right? And so I started this journey of mine, gosh, Chris, it's been 14 years. 14 years ago, um, I started this journey and I've never looked back. Not to say that you know, I haven't had ups and downs, right? It's been gnarly, it's been great, it's been hard, it's been easy, but at the same time, it's been so rewarding. So yeah, my specialty now is I sold my brick and mortar. Christy knows that. In Boise, I sold a yoga studio that I opened, sold a protein bar company that I started. And now I've taken my business online so that I can really impact people you know, at a higher level, like more, right? I just want massively to impact people in their health and their wellness. And so I coach high performing entrepreneurs and CEOs into living their healthiest lives so they can make a bigger impact. Mm-hmm. Mm, I love that. Now, Jen and I have, as you know, have been friends for a long time and, and there's a lot of angles that we could talk about and a lot of different things. And when I contacted Jen, I was like, I need you to come on the podcast and talk about kids because I could have had her talk about a number of things. But guys, I want to talk to you today about kids. Jen has a daughter named Lainey. She's 13 now, right, Jen? Yeah. Yeah. And what I love about this whole story about Lainey is because Jen used to train clients. You know, she she had Lainey. She was, you know, mostly a single parent. I mean, can I say that without, you know, as far as, you know, it, when it started off kind of rough with Lainey's dad and, and Jen was kind of on her own and, and Lainey would be in a baby on the floor of her gym while Jen trained clients. She was sleeping and Jen trained clients at five o'clock in the morning and she trained them all day long. I mean, you want to talk about a hard worker that came from a military family that was given nothing that had to work for everything she had. And so she had this baby, but the way that you've raised Lainey is very um, balanced in my opinion. Can you kind of give us a little background on Lainey and kind of take us up to this point? Yeah, I'm going to say something really quick, too, about that before I even dive in. And you've helped me with this, Christy. But, you know, I used to always say she was born a lion, like a collar Lainey the lion. She was born with this amazing courage and just uh, fierceness about her. And I used to always just say, oh, that's just how she was born. It had nothing to do with me. And you actually told me a lot and you've you know, pulled me into that and say, no, Jen, you were a great mom. And I'm going to say, like, finally, I could say, yeah. I'm a great mom. And um, more women need to say that. No mom is perfect, but you're loving your kids. You're showing up for your kids. You're a great mom. My hat's off to you. Like, own that, number one. Number two is the most important thing, I think, when raising my daughter. She's an amazing human. All moms will say that about their kids, but she's truly remarkable. And I think that what happened early on was she was personally responsible. I taught her personal responsibility. And it translated not only into the person that she's becoming and the leader that she's becoming, but her own personal responsibility for her health, right? She is personally responsible for taking care of her own health. I don't get in the way of that. 
right? I let her direct herself because she's intuitive enough and responsible enough to understand that it's all on her. It's not my responsibility to you know, coddle her or helicopter parent her into what feels right for her body, right? She understands that it's her. And she's done that since in the beginning when I, I really just educated her, Christy. You know, and I think parents forget how monumental that is. And when we don't educate our kids, we take away that personal responsibility when we're shoving things at them and pushing them instead of pulling them, mm. right? And um, that's the one thing with Lainey I can say is that I taught her personal responsibility, blanket over everything, right? You're 100% responsible for 100% of everything that happens all the time, right? And um, if we can adopt that with our kids and our society, especially when it comes to food, nutrition, movement, right? You can get rid of the word exercise, movement, Mm -hmm. right? Like if we can have our kids be responsible for that and shift that conversation and paradigm, that's where the the change is going to occur with our next generation. You have, uh, for at an early age, if I remember right, Lainey has been kind of making her own decisions about food. I mean, I remember you saying, do I let my kid have a Halloween candy? Yeah, but at this point, she doesn't really want it. And she really, and I remember years, Lainey's been kind of taking her own direction on food. She kind of puts herself, she's self-correcting, she's self-balancing. Yes, that's the key. So interesting story, I have to tell you this really quick. Like, Lainey loves Lindor chocolate. But let me explain this to you guys. Lainey has had the same bag of Lindor chocolates in our house for, I mean, it's maybe been a year. Like, where is it? It was funny because I was like, I wonder if she has any left. No, really, Christy, I'm not joking. So I was like, I was thinking this morning about this. And I was like, I wonder if she has any in that bag, like that Lindor bag, you know, that red Lindor bag you see in the store. And I found, I found one in the, the bag, but I think she's had it for like eight months. Oh, that's funny. So this is the thing, when you don't demonize food, when you stop putting your editorial version on food and you allow children the choice by giving them the education that they need to make the decision for themselves, it is insane what happens. Mm. The problem is that parents go like this, Christy, it drives me nuts. I like, I can't even get my head wrapped around this. Parents will pull out a bowl of broccoli or salad and I watch it. I watch it happen at restaurants, even with family members, I'm not going to say names, but even with family members, I'll watch this happen. They'll put a bowl of something healthy in front of a young child and they'll be like, oh, now if you don't like it, you don't have to eat it. I just want you to try it. Mm. <laughs> you just set them up for failure. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. You put your own ideas onto your child about what they are and what they aren't supposed to like, according to what society mm. crap has told us for years. And so for me, with Lainey, you know, I have to, I have to say this too, Christy, when she was little, I would just, I would literally give her two choices, right? And she would make a choice, whatever she wanted. I would never force her to finish her food. I would never force her to eat when she wasn't hungry. I would never force any of it. I would educate her and say, okay, if we go and eat McDonald's, this is what's in McDonald's. I didn't put my editorial version on it. I just told her, I gave her enough enough respect to know that she was smart enough to make her own choices. And then I got to stay out of it. Okay. So I would educate her, but this is what's in the food. And when you eat broccoli, this is actually what happens to your body. Like there's fiber in it, cleans out your stomach, 
you know, you don't, you're not constipated. I mean, these are, these are the things I would tell her. I wouldn't say it was good or bad. I would tell her what the food does and what it doesn't do for her. Mm. I don't need to say at the end, so you should eat that. I don't need to say that. She gets to be personally responsible for what she chooses. And I get to empower her choices instead of push on top of her. And that's where issues happen. When I see kids come over to my house, Christy, I'll tell you, these kids that um, they're denied everything, like it's like forbidden, they're never allowed to eat anything. It's like the devil to have Lindor chocolates in your house, right? They come over to my house and if there's Lindor chocolates or something like that around, they're manic. They go crazy. They eat everything, right? All at once because the parents are putting this really, you know, strict kind of way that people should or shouldn't be eating. But if you educate your kids, then they can make their own choices. And I think that's vital. And I think as parents, we take that from our kids, right? We take that personal responsibility for our kids. And instead of empowering them, we enable them. And then they're reliant on us. And that's just not the way I wanted to raise her. And I noticed here recently, I say recently, I don't remember, pretty recently in your stories, a lady had gone somewhere and she had had just a copious amount of sugar and she made herself like her grandma and grandpa's house or something and made herself just sick. And she ended up coming home and kind of putting herself back on her own detox. And she was just like, oh, mom. Yes, that's exactly what happened. She went away. So they went, my husband took the girls. This happened twice in the past like six months. My husband took the girls to Vegas for like a dad-daughter weekend, right? That's right. You know, Jason, we don't have to talk about this. So... <laughs> Lainey comes back and we're driving home and it's late from Boise. I was driving home late. I'm like, honey, I'm sorry. I don't have any food. Do you want to get something quick? She goes, no, I don't want anything to eat. Mom, I don't want anything to eat. The only thing I want tomorrow is steak and avocado. (laughs) Sounds like Lainey. And I'm like, okay. And and she was like, I don't want to eat any bread. I don't want to eat anything that's has sugar. I'm just, I don't feel good. My mm. body hurts. She feels it in her body. She tells me she can see her under eyes mm. when she when she doesn't eat. And the way that I taught my daughter through education was not only like speaking it to her, but it was experiential, you guys. So like kids get to, you get to have them like really embody it by teaching them and showing them experiences. So For example, with Lainey, if she was going to volleyball and she had chose to eat something like maybe she had something at her friend's house and it was junk and she went to volleyball and I'm like, she didn't do very well. Right. And I'm saying, oh, what did, what did you have before you played? And she'd tell me and I said, oh, okay. I didn't need an editorial. I didn't need to give my feedback to her. Mm -hmm. She just gets to go, oh, she's smart enough to put it, and all of her kids are smart enough to put it together. And pretty soon it's like, oh, I better have some beef jerky and, or something like that instead of, you know, lays. Right. So, and, and then, oh, wow, look, Lainey, you actually played tons better than you did before, but I would never say, oh, it was because of that. Mm -hmm. I would say, oh, how do you think you played? Great. Oh, what did you eat before? Hmm. Oh, I had this instead of this. Oh, cool. Move on. Right. As parents, we don't need to hammer that in. Our kids are smart enough and we need to give them that credit and respect them enough to understand that they can experientially put that together. And I think that's important. I love that. Now let's talk about mom guilt. This is something that I talk about all the time, the mommy martyr, the mom guilt that is very real. And this is where my expertise stops and where Jen comes in because you guys just like, well, you don't get it, Christy. Okay. Then I've got someone here in front of you who does get it. Now, Jen, let me just tell the audience that Jen 
At one point in your career, Jen, uh, you've been a couple of times a top level figure competitor, you know, at the very top level. So you've always worked out, you've always trained, and then and, and there are different times in your lives where you trained more intense for certain competitions coming up. So mom guilt, I know it's real. Let's talk about it. Mm, yeah, I, I would love to be able to sit here and tell you that I have a ton of mom guilt all the time, but I had to get over that quick. Mm. Like I had to get over that quick, Christy. Look, we all have the same amount of time in the day. We all have the same amount of hours in a week. We all have the same responsibilities. No, I, whenever women come to me, they're like, I'm so busy. I don't have time. I don't have time to go to the gym. I don't deal with that well. And I'm going to tell you why. We have time for what we prioritize. Let me tell you ladies something right now. 90% at a recent study was done. I was looking at this, these statistics this morning before this podcast. 90% of women right now in this country have reported that they do more for their family than they do for the basic care and needs of themselves. Oh, wow. 90%. Wow. And the other statistic that'll blow you away I want to share with you is 26% of women right now have said that over the last three years, they have not done one thing, one thing for themselves. Oh my gosh. That is a step. I, I can't even get my head wrapped around that. This is the thing, you guys, and I spoke on Christy's stage a little bit about this, but let's talk about this mom guilt thing. The only thing that's more important than your children, I know this is hard for you to hear. I'm not going to want a lot of friends right now. I don't really care because I care about this making a difference for you. Is, you. is you. That is the only thing that's more important than your kids. It's you. And I'm going to tell you this right now. And this is why this hits home. Let this sink in. Listen, my daughter has me. Mm-hmm. She has me. She's a 13-year-old little girl, and I am her world. I am her world. She needs me to ski with her. She needs me to take her all over the place. She needs me to show up for her. And all, it's like a circus half the time. It's like a contact sport, right? It's like, I mean, momhood is like, you've got to be on your A game. I cannot be sitting on the couch at 7 o'clock at night expecting somebody else to run her around town to do what she needs to get done. I cannot sit on the couch because I'm exhausted because I don't take care of myself and be a good parent. I don't care what you say. That does not equate in my world. So here's the thing. If you are not taking care of your health, if you are not taking care of your fitness, your nutrition, right, you are not showing up for your kids. I don't care what you say. Period, cut and dry. So get over yourself because that's all ego. Because that mom martyr stuff is ego. It's like, somebody give me some credit because I'm so busy. Stop wearing that like a badge. Mm. Stop wearing that like a badge. It is not a badge. It should be embarrassing. You should be embarrassed that you're sitting there saying that you don't have time to take care of yourself because really what you're saying is you don't care enough about taking care of yourself to really impact your family because guess what? If they don't have you, what do they have? And I'm going to tell you what really landed with me this year, this last year. Christy knows this, but I don't want to get too involved in this specific topic, but I'm going to tell you why this is lands with me so hard. My daughter doesn't have a father. Mm. She's got me. Her dad left us last year, right? So what happens if I let my health go? Mm. What happens if I decide that my fitness isn't important? What happens if I decide that, you know, maybe I should just take a back seat and relax, right? No, because she suffers. Because I get to be the one that shows up for her now when she's 20, when she's graduating college, and when she's having babies. 
I'm the one that gets to show up for her. And if I don't take care of myself right now, that cannot happen for her. And that is selfish. And I don't care what anybody says. So I will stand in that and I will tell all moms out there right now, get over your guilt because this martyr stuff that you're playing and this game that you're playing with yourself is really just about your ego. So until you're ready to get honest about that, nothing's going to change, right? You're going to stay in the story and it's serving you. That story is serving you in some way. You're looking for some type of like accolade or, oh, you do so much. You know what? You're not. That's not the truth, right? The truth is you would be doing so much if you were taking care of yourself, Mm. if you could show up for your family. And so this topic gets me fired up, as you can tell, because I run into women. I know you do too, Christy. I know you do every day that it's like, I don't have time. I've got to take my kids here. I've got to make this. You guys prioritize yourself, get up 20 or 30 minutes early, put the crock pot on with some roast in it. Instead of going to McDonald's on your way home, it takes less time. Mm. It takes less time. Put a crock in the morning before I do anything. My crock pot goes on, my elk goes in there. I'm good. Mm. I throw some salad on the table. Dinner is ready. It takes less time than McDonald's. It's so an what? Idaho girl. It's an Idaho girl. And she says, I got some elk in the crock pot. <laughs> What can I say? But at the same time, and then also like Christy, it doesn't take much for your fitness. You know this, like set your alarm 20 minutes early. You guys mm-hmm. literally in your bedroom, you can do some squats and pushups and jumping jacks, like mm-hmm. for real, just do something. And if it starts at 20 minutes and maybe, you know, in three weeks, it turns into 30, maybe it turns into the gym. I don't know, but do something. Everybody has time. And when you say that you don't, you know, you're, you're really, I mean, you're making everybody else kind of look at you like, really? I mean. I'm running a business. I'm running a household. I'm running my husband's business. I'm running, you know, all of these things. And you're telling me you don't have time. Like we all have the same amount of time. Get over it. You know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my take on it. You know, uh, Jen spoke at Code Red Live 2019 and Jen has agreed to speak at Code Red Live 2020, October 2nd and 3rd in Salt Lake City, downtown Hilton. Jen, can you talk a little bit about what you're going to bring to the audience, uh, just a little hint maybe of kind of what you're going to, cause you were our favorite speaker at code red live 2019. Yeah. Thanks Christy. I had so much fun. I mean, that was like the highlight. It was so fun. I love your audience. You, your rebels are amazing. Like I love them and I'm so honored to speak to them again. So pumped about salt Lake. Uh, number one, I, I'm going to do a little bit different this year, this time for you, Christy, but I'm really going to get into this ego thing. And, um, you know, ego is kind of like the source of, it's just the source of all the excuses, right? Like you're living in ego, you're full of excuses. So we're going to really talk about diving into how to get out of your excuses so you can really get into living your life fully. And I'm going to tell a little bit more about my story and how it relates to my family and, you know, how the, the things that I've done in my life have, because there's a dark side in my story, Christy, right? There's a dark side. And I think people always think it was all butterflies and rainbows. And it wasn't at all. And I made some mistakes along the way. And those mistakes, you know, not only impacted me, but they impacted my family negatively. And the, the choices that we're making on our daily basis, we have to look up, right? And we're going to talk about that at the live because when we're constantly focused on us, right? And we're thinking that only the choices we're making are affecting us. We are dead wrong. Because when I started to look up and understand how it was really negatively affecting some of the choices I were making for my family, my daughter, my relationships, my friendships, then I really understood, you know, the choices that I make, I get to be responsible for, not only for myself, but for the people that I impact. 
And um, we get to do that when we look at our health and we get to do that at Code Red Live. Yeah. I love that. And Jen's going to be sharing some pretty dark stuff with you guys, some stuff that's very, 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 very personal. And I know that the audience last year, you could have heard a pin drop. And uh, it is, uh, you know, it took it takes a lot of guts to get on stage in front of a thousand people and completely lay it on the line. But she does this for you guys. So I'm going to put in the link below where you can get Code Red Live 2020 tickets to come see Jen. And she speaks all over the place. But where can people reach you, Jen, if they want to reach you, if they're interested in your program, you have a program that might be a good fit for them. Where can they reach you? Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that for you putting that out there. Pretty easy, jenniferluddington.com. But I love to hang out on Instagram. I mean, I it's my favorite place to hang out like yours. I mean, I love it. So if you want to find me on Instagram, it's Jennifer Luddington. So it's pretty easy. But yeah, I like to connect on Instagram and it's always me. So there's like nobody else. It's just me messaging you back. So hit me up. It'll be fun. Yeah, it's really, uh, Jen and I both believe in personal relationships and keeping in contact with the followers and the people and and building relationships, all about relationships. And I, I learned that early on with Jen. She's real good about building relationships with people in, in community. Thank you so much for coming on here and sharing your story. With I just love this. And moms, listen, come on, parents. What I don't know how much more I can make it clear to you guys. I mean, you know, there's just, you've heard, now you know. Now you know, so you can't unknow. And you can't make any more excuses. So, Jen, thank you again so much for being on here with us. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. It was an honor. So, guys, we will catch you soon. Everything you need is going to be in the links below. You know, guys, we know how to reach me if you need me. You know how to reach Jen if you need her. Have a good one. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. Do you have a question that you'd like me to answer raw and uncut on the podcast? Then all you have to do is head over to Apple Podcast on your phone or computer and do three simple things. Leave a rating and review telling me what you think of the podcast. And in that review, ask anything you want related to health, weight loss, or mindset. And if you want a shout out, leave your Instagram handle or name. That's all. Then listen in to hear your question answered live, raw, and uncut on the next Q&A episode. So I'll see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.